Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A woman on the plane next to me kept making me check the NFL score because she didn't want to pay for the Wi-Fi I had already paid for. <laughs> Guy in yoga was literally moaning with every breath for an hour. Well, it rained in L.A. last week, and now all the wooden gates around my apartment are warped and won't latch. Can't we just get paid for keeping ourselves alive? I think we should. Have such a good day. Bienvenidos. (laughs) Nosotros amigos. (laughs) Buenos tardes and noches. Perhaps even uh, uh, dias. Yeah, depending hey. on when you're watching or listening to Have si. Such a Good Day, which is the show that Heather and I have gl- such a good day in Spanish. Gl- is... uh, ten un muy buen día. Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's better Spanish than me, let me know what would be like the better slang. But I think that's about right. Have Such a Good Day is the show that Heather and I gleefully produce and host each week. And if you're unfamiliar with the show, we like to explain it as unpacking the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment and 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 ours as well oh absolutely this is therapeutic but mostly we're hoping to put a smile on your face oh yeah absolutely that's that is the plan i mean it's it's a it's a universal smile we're trying to create here that's right and the funny thing is about the show is that not not all of our topics are smiley topics no they're not in fact sometimes they're kind of heavy but we try to to put a little spin on it to make it amusing in some way. Try to turn your frown upside down, or at least turn our frowns upside down. You know, it's one of those things where it's like you step in a puddle, and sometimes it ruins your day, and other times you're like, I just got to laugh at this. You got to laugh about it. We want you to laugh at it all. Exactly. Because that's what we're trying to do. Exactly. And time. you know, most of the time when we're done with the show, I feel like our moods are a little better. Yeah. So that that's like good proof. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding, Sarah. And I think that um, as I'm drinking my grapefruit spindrift, not a sponsor, by the way, but we could talk about that. <laughs> uh, I, I think that the feedback that we've gotten from so many of our wonderful audience members uh-huh. is that they feel better at yeah. the end of the show. That's usually what people are saying, I think, if they take the time to write a review. that's Perhaps it, they feel better about themselves because of our crappy yeah, lives. Maybe. And that's cool too. (laughs) We have dueling sparkling water. We got a little spindrift. I got a Lacroix. Lacroix. So this is actually funny. Before we get into the show, um, 
So Spindrift, I'm a big fan of. LaCroix, I'm also a big fan of, but I like them for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Because Spindrift has actual juice in it. Yeah. So it has a trace amount of sugar. Not a lot, but a trace amount. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you... I'm drinking out of a can, obviously, but if you pour it into a glass, there's sediment, yeah. right? This is the grapefruit flavor. Real fruit. It tastes better. Well, but LaCroix <laughs> is good in its own way. Oh, I love it. I notice I, you're I, drinking the regular You know, I'm, I'm kind of into the regular lately, just okay. because some, sometimes the flavors are a little strong. Yeah. Um, also, I just love to crack a can. You know, I'm not a soda drinker, and I haven't been for a million years. Yeah. I never was a soda drinker. No. But I, I enjoy the uh, cracking of a can. Interesting. You know, and I think that's why I like these a lot because I, I, I personally prefer Pellegrino. Hmm. I, I like the, the way the bubbles are in, in that water better. Better bubbles. Better bubbles. Huh, who knew? But you open one of those bottles and you got to drink it or it goes flat. But like these, you got one in a can. And I mean, I'm not going to say no stays... to, a, to, a, to a regular LaCroix, mm-hmm. which is no flavor at all. But as I've mentioned before, coconut LaCroix is the shiznit. I love it too, but I wouldn't want to drink it throughout the day. Like it would be like a, a treat in the afternoon. I sometimes will have like a four. In a oh, day. wow. Impressive. But I because, do like the coconut. And the reason is because that's excessive and I know it. But I'm like, I'm hydrating. Yeah. But I also feel like I'm drinking coconut, which is Super fun. Well, you're also drinking some kind of rat poison or whatever it is that makes their flavor. I, I don't even know if that that whole news story just kind of went under the car under the rug. Oh yeah. But, you know, you can I don't know anything it. about that. I'm gonna keep drinking it. it. Tastes great. <laughs> you could add a little slice of lemon, you know, like real lemon to or my lime. Coconut? No, no, no. I'm sorry. To like your regular. If oh, you want to yeah, make it like a course. flavorful thing, you could add kind of pretty much any fruit you'd like. Except for watermelon, because I know how much you hate watermelon. Watermelon water has got to (laughs) be. Quick bonus topic plug. Okay. For all of you $5 and above patrons. Yeah. That's where our show extends after the show ends. It's very special. It gets gets real special. (laughs) What is it, Um, Heather? It is, what would you do if you had one day left to live? Jeez. Okay. Kind of dark. Nice light topic. Okay. Well, we like the light topics We've all got the whole show to think about what our answer would be. So think about yours. Mm-hmm, and we'll get mm-hmm. to that um, for our $5 and up patrons yep. at the end of the show. But for now, let's talk about some funny, cool, sometimes disturbing things, things from, the internet. from the internet for the next, oh, let's say 45 minutes. Yeah, around there. We're somewhere yeah, around there. Anyway, we're anywhere between 40 and 60 minutes yeah. on average. And let's start by talking about what's been going on. I'd ask you, hey, Heather, how was your week? But I know because <laughs> we you were the same with anecdote. me. Yeah. <laughs> We um uh, we were in Mexico City for the first time for both of us, uh, which is always so fun to me to be in a new place I've never been before. Totally inspiring. I don't really have any thoughts about it necessarily. I mean, the thoughts that I had about Mexico City going into it was that I knew a lot of people who had already been. Mm-hmm. I knew the neighborhoods that they recommended, and I knew that people said food is great, wonderful city, you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. So I, I I felt super zen about the whole thing and it's a good time for mexico city i think it's it, it, it's quite Mexi- trendy yeah, to mexico, like visit mexico, mexico city. city yeah it's, it's, it's having a moment it's quite the spot yeah C- cdmx uh C- C- yeah, i like that acronym um, mexico they call it um yeah and uh we were there it was a whirlwind trip mm-hmm. we had to, we had to go through houston because that's just the way that our flights ended up being so mm-hmm. um so it was quite a bit of travel for for a short trip but also pretty easy to do and I would say and Heather please chime in with your thoughts on it as well but I would say 
first of all, Mexico City is one of the world's largest cities. Mm -hmm. We barely scratched the surface of three neighborhoods. Yeah, pretty much. Of, of I don't know, a hundred. Yeah. So... It's very hard to say, oh, Mexico City's great, and here's why. We were in a we were in a concentrated area. Mm-hmm. It was La Condesa Roma and uh, Hippodromo, yeah. uh, which uh, are very nice, very restaurant-centric, mm-hmm. you know, fashion- fashionable folks, yeah. people with cute dogs. I mean, it's... Tree-line streets. Tree-line streets. I mean, it was lovely. Now, clearly, any big city is going to have less lovely areas and you know we didn't see any of that and I would really like to go back and explore the the larger city because it's always good to know there's so much art and culture I mean it's kind of overwhelming how many museums there are there there's so much to do yeah and I think like yeah a couple days we we tried to keep it kind of simple just because we were only really there for 48 hours um you know it was mainly eating and walking eating and walking eating and walking that was pretty much what we did i will tell it was lovely. anyone be, and, and and maybe you all know this and i'm just the last one to know but anybody who's a mezcal fan mm. which is it's a you know the the cousin to tequila but the sort of the smoky version uh-huh. very popular in mexico you get mezcal anywhere i had never and and this is funny because in LA and San Francisco and probably lots of other places, but certainly in California, mezcal is kind of a thing. Oh yeah, you get mezcal bars it's now. It's trendy. It's trendy, and people like it. And it's uh, supposedly lower in sugar than vodka. So like weirdos who are on the keto diet, like will drink a lot of mezcal. Uh-huh. Not that you're weird, but what it's a little bit of a weird diet. <laughs> but the thing to do, at least in some places, is you get a little shot of mezcal, mm-hmm. and then you get a shot of something called sangrita. Not sangria. It's not sweet. It's not sweet and it's not sangria. Sangria is a whole different thing. Sangria is like wine and fruit. This is almost like a concentrated shot of a Bloody Mary, Mm -hmm. but a little bit spicier. Mm -hmm. And the idea is like to sip a little mezcal and sip a little sangria so that your palate gets cleansed as you're eating. It's delicious. OMG. It was so good. I had the first one at a lunch, Mm -hmm. like a a seafood lunch that we had. And the rest of the time, that's all I wanted. I think it changed your life. Yeah. And I just feel like, how is that not a thing I've know, ever even so heard great. of before? It's such a great invention. When someone said sangria, I was like, sangria. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're, yeah, you're, why are you adding a tea? Yeah, you put a tea in there. <laughs> and he was like, you're an idiot. So anyway. I love that. No, that's a great. And uh, I, you know, I love, uh, I, I was blown away by how many Chili Killies places there were. I mean, mm-hmm. sure, there are Chili Killies and you go have brunch in Los Angeles. Yeah. but Which is a, a breakfast dish. Yeah, it's well, I guess like, it doesn't like, have to be breakfast. Be, but I think, I of think it, it is. Because of the eggs. Because it has, it's like nachos with eggs. It, yeah. And more saucy nachos with eggs sure. kind of thing. But yeah. um, I mean, I feel like it was every it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the be- best tacos of my life. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, with you. So you were there and you agreed. I think um, it, it, it was... Truly the best tacos of my I life. I mean, really. It was and that's coming from somebody who eats tacos a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. Right? Definitely. I mean, it's not, as if, it's not as if tacos. we're not <laughs> close to, like, great tacos. 
five steps from where we are right now. I agree. And yet they were the best. I totally agree. And the and you know a lot of it has to do with like the you know the salsas and the little accoutrements you know mm-hmm. on the table. But you know one thing I, I felt like the neighborhood Roma reminded me a little bit of Echo Park. Mm. You know because there's a lot of um, Echo you know, Park being where we are now. Echo Park, Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, a lot of vintage shops. Yes. Kind of funky. A lot of vintage. A lot of little cafes and like little hole in the wall kind of restaurants. Um, and and a lot of books a lot of books yeah a lot of bookstores more more bookstores than i would think you would just sort of stroll by taking a walk it's nice to see that bookstores have not died like outside of the united states because i i do love a good independent bookstore Um, as do i and yeah there there were there were enough that i was like what's up with this town and their bookstores like it's great but uh you don't see that much Mm -mm. anymore you really don't and um, I mean thankfully we have one in our neighborhood but the other thing I wanted to mention is I love when I travel I love you know I usually go out and about I like to drink and eat and be out and you know seeing the culture I love you know the the culture down there is very warm Mm -hmm. uh, really really friendly people at least where we were Um, and I like to when I'm at a bar restaurant I really love seeing people of that city locals having a good time laughing and smiling and I I just really enjoy seeing other cultures party and like how they are enjoying themselves Mm -hmm. and you know just getting sort of a general like perspective from going you could go anywhere you could you could just jump in the car and go you know 50 miles away and get some traveling perspective Um, but it's interesting nowadays anywhere I go I always think of other you know when we were in our neighborhood in uh, Condessa you know, it reminded me a little bit of like the West Village and a little bit of like Boston. You know, every every time I go somewhere, I'm like, there's like a couple places that it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I and I notice that more and more. Well, because you draw on the experiences exactly. that you already have. Yeah, there there were a few. I would not say Mexico City reminds me of New York. However, no. there were a few blocks. Mm-hmm. You know, that we walked down where I was like, yep. oh my gosh, it could be. Yeah. It, it could be the West Village right yep. now. Or or, yeah. Or even like Paris. I think there was like one street we were on in Roma that we were like, oh, God, these buildings are kind of gothic. And, you know, yeah, it was really cool. Absolutely beautiful. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Depending on where you are in the world, it might not be as as convenient as it is to us in L.A., but I will be back. Oh, for sure. I can't wait to go back. I know. In fact, and discover more. And the experience that we had in the Houston airport, I think you're going to touch on that. But that that kind of blew my mind. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, a friend of mine, Mike uh, Stargirl, who lives in Houston, I had I had mentioned to him. He and I are on like the Slack friend group where we just talk about whatever. And he lives in Houston with his wife and his daughter Zamora. And I said, oh, you know, I was in Houston airport because we connected there. I waved at you. While I was, you know, in and out. But both Heather and I remarked on how beautiful the E-Terminal yeah. at Houston Airport was, which is where United flies in and out of. We were taking United. I mean, and this is, I, I've seen some nice terminals. Sure, of right? course. You know, SFO's Terminal 2 was kind You're of. pretty well traveled. It was kind of the, it was, it was the bar. Yeah, And then definitely. the bar got raised when. The United. Anyway, I I could go on and on about airport terminals, but I do fly United when I can because that's sort of my preferred airline. So that's where we were. This was like the nicest terminal I'd ever seen. Even yeah, you I know, think for me too. E- even for me, and it was funny because another friend of ours, Tom, who's a patron. Hello, Tom. Hey, Tom. 
he was like, oh, was it OTG EXP? Mm. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And he was like, no, look it up. It's like a company that like, basically it's a private contractor who goes in and makes terminals like kind of fancy, wow, puts in neat. iPads and whatever. So I was like, what? I, I don't know. So I looked it up and sure enough, it yes, was the thing. our terminal was OTG. How cool. It's OTGEXP.com and neat. you can see a, a little bit more about what they're doing. But yeah, the idea is airports have historically been shitty food, yeah. shitty coffee. Everyone, Everyone's unhappy. Yep. Carpet's bad. Awful. You, you just... You don't like to be there. No. You eat there if you have to. Yeah. Or if your flight's delayed. And then you feel terrible after because the food was yeah, so Yeah, like disgusting. you're just, you're just, you're just, you're having a bad time. Yeah. So this company goes in and obviously somebody's got to pay for it, right? Which is the airline. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there are iPads and uh, uh, silver knives and forks mm-hmm. and cool seats that are comfortable you can and lots your... of power outlets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and so that. Heather and I had enough time on our on our uh, layover on our way back to have a bite to eat. And sure enough, it was like this seamless, lovely experience. The food was good, and I don't know. I it, I, I I I love you, OTG. Me please, too, man. Please, that... please make this. A global experience and I think we're getting there I totally agree I agree and you know it's funny I, I felt less wiped out when I got back hmm. because of that because you know you have like a nice dining experience you know and you get to chill and relax and it's comfortable and you know that you swipe your card on this little iPad you you know there's people behind the bar there's like waiters and stuff but you mostly don't have to deal with them they kind of ask how your food is and it's nice to have a person there and it's not totally personless right however you mostly just deal with this ipad and it's so nice and you want to order another glass of wine right you know you just 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 a few clicks well and how many people have been at an airport like you're having your chilaquiles right Mm -hmm. and you got you know half an hour before your flight starts boarding and then at the time where you're like, well, now I have to really get up and leave. Yeah. I don't know where the server is. Yeah, and then totally. And then it turns into this thing where you're like, I need That's my great bell point. right now. And it's happened to me so many times. And this just takes all that friction Because you already out. paid. It's like an Uber. You already you paid. You know, it's so nice to exactly. get out of an Uber and not have to deal with fine, you know, getting, going through your purse with the taxi. and. So and I wanted to that. open it up to everyone else. If you've been to Terminal E at the Houston International Airport, tell me if I'm crazy that that's not the nicest terminal you've ever been in. It's kind if of If there's the best. one that's better, let me know and I will fly there. I mean, hey man, Sarah, you know, next time you go on a trip, you might want to consider doing a connecting flight through Houston, even if you don't have to. Just to... <laughs> Just to have a, uh, a teriyaki chicken bowl Absolutely. like I had the other day, which was yeah. really good. Totally. Um, that's awesome. I'm so glad we, we talked about that because um, that <laughs> really, inspired, really inspired me too. So if, if yeah. you didn't bring it up, I would have brought it up. Good, good, good. So um, I, I was kind of inspired. You know, I know we've talked about this a million times before, but um, I had a, uh, I read this interesting article uh, on Man Repeller. And, you know, this, one of these like writers... Uh, was, you know, they were kind of comparing notes on freelancing versus like full-time work. And, Mm. you know, you and I talk about this a lot. This is like something we've done both of, and there's like so many pros and cons. And today I had a really hard time getting started. You know, I, I kind of, I kind of got up and, and I didn't shower quite yet. I don't know if this happens to you, but if like, I don't get up, shower, brush my hair, brush my teeth, you know, get to my desk. Then the day starts start slipping. I start to derail. Yeah. In, in, I, yep. It's really weird. And it happened to me today where I, I didn't shower for like hours. And then I realized I didn't. 
And then when I showered, I actually got really motivated. I got like a spark of inspiration after showering and you know just you know when when in doubt have a shower (laughs) and brush your teeth no it's true I'm serious and brush your hair even I mean really it made a huge difference but it's funny so this quote I thought was funny so this 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 writer says the thing is life is hard and then you die and various things can make life easier good friends good partner a job you like a routine you like um you know but having a job that doesn't stress you out so much um but makes it so that you don't have to work weekends and mm-hmm. you can you can leave work at work, mm-hmm. you know. And we have a different situation right now. We have work kind of around the clock. Like you're always saying, "Up, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I gotta work." Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of designing my own days. I love, you know, that's a wonderful feeling, um, you know. But I feel like there's more cons to freelancing. At least the new list that I made today. Okay. Um, I feel like pros, obviously, freedom midday grocery shopping or maybe a matinee you know you have that like flexibility you set your own schedule you do things when other people are at work but you know honestly the the cons are you know the hustle is is serious you know like this the hustle can be can be really debilitating yeah there's a low-grade anxiety all the time and guilt because you're like not working and so you're like you and then you always feel like you're not doing enough Mm -hmm. even though all day you're like you're on your computer like furiously like doing a million things but I thought this was an interesting fact by 2020 43 percent of the U.S. workforce will be freelance hmm. which I thought was interesting and some of it has to do that's right around the corner I know okay. and you know apparently millennials have a stronger preference for freelance which is a huge part of it but we'll see I just think that's a very interesting that's almost 50 percent that's that's pretty huge makes me feel less alone mm-hmm. I will say this 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 fact um, makes me feel a little better but the constant guilt I almost feel busier as a freelancer because you're constantly, you're, you're always, your to-do list is so, it, it, it just, it sort of like eats you alive. But, uh, you know, I really miss matriculating with coworkers. Um, you know, I feel envious when like the world goes back to work, you know, in a way. Interesting. In a weird way. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm, when we got back from our trip on Sunday, I was pretty stoked that like Monday I could just like clean the house and do my laundry and kind of yeah. get back into the rhythm. But I felt very guilty all day, you know, that like I'm not going into the office. Well, it was MLK day. So this lots is true. of people were. This is true. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. You know, it's funny. And we'll talk about Patreon a little bit more in a second. But. For anybody who's not familiar, there's an annual conference that goes on called Patreon, mm-hmm. and I went uh, with with a couple other colleagues earlier this year, and there were lots of interesting talks and and good advice from from our fellow uh, Patreon content creators, mm-hmm. and one of them was uh, and well, I, we won't even talk about who it was. the The advice was. Uh, and this is somebody who's who was uh, fairly ha- had done well. Sure, uh, Patreon had 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 proved lucrative for okay. him. Was like first thing you do, don't work from home. <laughs> Get yourself an yeah. office. Figure it out. I'm telling you, it's the best advice I can give you. Mm. And you know, of course, I I roll my eyes immediately where I'm like, well, I do work from home. Getting an office outside of working from home would cost money. Then I'd have to do something with my dog. Like, that's not going to work for me. But I took it with, not a grain of salt, but I understood what he meant. And what he meant was, for him, and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, there's so much self-discipline that has to go into making this all work when you have nobody kind of looking over your shoulder being like, 
it's 11 and you haven't gotten in the shower yet? Have you eaten breakfast? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you not working that hard today? Like, we are held accountable sure. by being around our peers. Yep. And when that gets stripped away, you feel kind of like you're getting away with something. Mm-hmm. But again, that there's that guilt thing. Absolutely. And so... What I decided to do with his advice was not be like, oh, I have to get an office outside of the house because I actually, I mean, I podcast from home. Working from home actually works super well for me. Yeah. It would be way harder not to. But I, I, I realized that what his advice was is if you, if you, ha- if you work inside your house, you're going to be distracted by your spouse mm-hmm. or your pets mm-hmm. or, you know, being in your pajamas because you can. Yep. And there's all these things that you have to, you know, get up in the morning and be like, OK, it's not my house anymore. This yeah. is my office. Exactly. Take a shower. Put on some clothes that like would, street clothes. would even look office Absolutely. Perhaps. I actually agree. You know, sit up straight. Do your shit. Yeah. Act like you're at the office. I know. You know, my big motivation, because I've been, uh, you know, I have this detached garage that's actually kind of a nice-ish small space, but mm-hmm. it's detached from my house. It's about, I don't know, like 15, 20 feet. Yeah, I mean, it's stair. right there, yeah. but it's not part of your... But, like, that could be a really good at least, like, you know, because I, I don't go in there otherwise. It needs a lot of... I need to homey it up because it is still cold and dirty and anyway my my big task for the weekend is to I I tried to go in there this morning it was cold it was uncomfortable and so I set up a desk in my house but like like no space heater is gonna I I tried it didn't really work Hmm. but I think when the weather gets better I mean maybe in the winter in the summer (laughs) it might be a little tricky it's gonna be pretty hot it's gonna be yeah I think the heat is gonna be worse (laughs) you're gonna have a great spring though in there I'm telling you spring and fall it's like like New York there's like slivers of time (laughs) that it's like nice to live in New York it'll be be nice to be in my office Anywho, I'll keep you posted on that. Please do. Hey, so we mentioned Patreon, and for anybody who's gotten this far and is like, what's Patreon? Most of you know, but for those who don't, we will recap for you. Have Such a Good Day is completely community-oriented. Mm-hmm. It is completely community-supported. Mm-hmm. We love all of you. And the way we that really we are supported is through Patreon, which is a platform that allows our audience to be part of the show to mm-hmm. have to have you are investors in the show you you are you are shareholders if yep. you will they are definitely patreon.com slash have such a good day is the the mothership of ours mm-hmm. have such a good day.com is our our website so mm-hmm. that you can you can get you can get to patreon either way but if you want to check out some of our goals which are called uh milestones mm-hmm. which is if we get a certain amount of patrons mm-hmm. slash money, you know, we can we can expand the show. Yep. We can do more episodes. Mm-hmm. We can we can make our video a little bit more exciting. We really want to get to two episodes a week. That would be really ideal. Yeah. And I we mean, don't we're not that far off. We're, I mean we're not. In fact, we're maybe you guys can help us. Yes, that would be that is, that is our absolute mm-hmm. first milestone is if we get to a point where we and this is two thousand yeah. dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's split between Heather and I, and you get taxes out. It's like okay, you know, it's, it's not a ton. It's a right. small chunk of change. Sure, but, we, uh, we we feel it's fair, and let us know if if it isn't. But we feel it's fair. We would love to have the feedback that lets us know that. People want more content. We would just want feedback. We, we would know, do that in a heartbeat. You know what I'll so do? You in a just know that. Uh, if we if we get to two thousand dollars a month, I will take off my sweats and I will take a shower first thing in the morning, 
And oh God, I thought you were going to be like, oh, I'm going to take my <laughs> pants off and show you. Well, all right. I mean, well, that's actually well, what you I'll, do when you I'll shower. So, okay. <laughs> anyway, patreon.com slash have there. such a good day. Please do read our stuff. Yeah, we've got a whole thing there. If you haven't perused it, we'd love it if you did. Give us some feedback. Yeah. Really appreciate it. And thank you so much mm-hmm. to everyone who is already a patron. At any level, you make the show what it is. We couldn't do it without we you. We could not do it without you. And like we, at all. we are so appreciative. 100%. And, you know, if I wasn't modest, I'd flash you. That's how much I care. You're so modest, Sarah. Right. That's like the first thing I would yeah. say about you. Yeah. What's Sarah like? <laughs> very modest. Super modest. Like really uptight. Yeah. Just very reserved. Yeah. Super. Doesn't, doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. In fact, kind of mute. <laughs> <laughs> what's Sarah like? She's great. She's kind of mute. She's, this, she's, a, she's a blonde mute girl. Yeah. Who... Yeah. yeah. You know a mime? She's like that, but like without all the good stuff. She just kind of sits there without hawking. Yeah, but she actually she doesn't use her hands that much either. Have we talked about my hatred of mimes? Yes, I know this. I mean, I've known you for so long that I am definitely aware of that. Yeah, I, Heather and I talk about the same things over and over. So maybe we've talked about <laughs> mimes on the show. Maybe we haven't. I don't know. We're a couple of repeato girls. I'm a mime hater. I'm not a clown hater. And I know people hate clowns. I, I thought you didn't like clowns. I, I mean, I don't like them okay. necessarily. I, I'm not like, yay, clowns. But, you know, some people are like <laughs> afraid of them or find them creepy. It's like, eh, I don't know. I mean, clowns are clowns. Mimes, I don't like. Yeah. And if you're a mime, I am so sorry. And in a nutshell, I'm sure why you're a like nice them. person. I don't like the whole. Th- they're. <laughs> and the white face and the gloves. She's miming a mime. Right I'm now. miming a mime. Yeah. For, for, for anybody who's listeners. not. Why, like, I just. I, I don't know. I just. I'm like. I, I would do anything but this as uh-huh. a job. Uh-huh. I actually met Marcel Marceau once. And I saw like a live show. It was really trippy. It was weird. It was very bizarre. Anyway. It's, it's sort of one of those things where I hate it because I don't understand it. Not because I find it offensive. Yeah, like who came up with it? I like, ju- yeah, like why is a time, mime like, a thing? Why is it a thing? And that why is- are you always in a like a glass box of some kind? You know, it's always like, ooh, where am I? Oh, actually, that would be a fun Wikipedia page to explore. Like, wh- you know, who came up with the miming? Uh, you know, like, when did it first begin? I would have done some research had I known we'd gone into, we'd go into a mime wormhole. Uh, we'll do that next week, we I will. suppose. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a little mime research we for remember. <laughs> Which is, again, that's... Uh, so Somebody in our Discord, by the way, uh, for, um, for $10 and up uh, patrons per month... You're part of our Discord where we all chat with each other and like give each other like nice high advice fives. and high five Virtual high fives. Kind of talk about life and it's super fun. It if you're not familiar fun. with Discord, get in there. Talk we to talk us. almost every day. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's you know, it's an ongoing conversation about all kinds of things. All sorts of stuff. Sometimes yeah. Sarah and I have to like dip out here and there and sometimes on the weekend it's a little more mellow, but it it's kind of around the clock. It is. So Anyway. And people are from around the world, too. We've got people in different time zones and stuff. And perhaps you have mime stories of your own, and I want to hear them. But let's move on to Spotify. Heather, I know you're a Spotify user. Oh, yeah. I'm an Apple Music user. They're one and the same, really. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. pretty much exactly the same. But Spotify, I thought that what's kind of interesting, is going to let you block artists. I saw this. Super interesting. uh, Automatically Mm -hmm. through curated playlists like Discover Weekly, which is very popular, I know, for the Spotify crowd, Mm -hmm. daily mixes, and global charts. 
this is currently limited as a test on iOS, so it's not for everybody. If you're not using iOS, it's probably not going to happen, although to, I assume it'll roll out soon. However, here's here's a little twist, because of course, you know, I read this and I was like, ooh, okay, who would I block, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I use Apple Music, but okay, so like, who who would I block if, if there was an artist that I wanted to block? And my first uh, thought was Chris Brown. Hate that guy. R. Kelly. R. Kelly would be another. <laughs> All right. A bit of a theme here. Yeah. Um, and here's, here's, herein lies the rub, Heather. Okay. Okay. You can't block somebody who's featured on a song. You oh. can only block them if they're the, like, the marquee name on a song. Hmm. Now, when you get into hip hop and R&B to some extent, you get a lot of, you know, Cardi B featuring Chris Brown. Yeah. Now, I, I just made that up, but you know what I mean? Like... So that's not going to be filtered out. Okay. But if it was a Chris Brown track uh -huh. featuring Cardi B, then it would. The idea is there there are lots of, even if you like a certain genre of music, mm -hmm. you like indie music, I don't know, pick any kind of music, there's always going to be that band where you're like, God, I hate this band. Yeah. It's not so much that you hate the song, you hate the whole band. Sure. Vampire Weekend was that for me yeah. some time ago. I just, like you just didn't get I got to it. the point where I'm like, I never want to hear them. Totally. No offense to Vampire Weekend. Or I, vampires. No, or that. I just, I never wanted them to be part of like my Pandora yeah. station. No, I agree you know? with you. I have, you know, you I kinda have some thumbs, bands that, You kind of thumbs down, yeah. but it's like, what if you could just block them entirely? That'd be more helpful. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to think of another example, like beyond the ones that we mentioned. But I know what you're saying. Like there's that like that one band that comes in the rotation to, oh, I have a good one. Okay. Well, this is this is actually on, on Sirius. So I listen to First Wave a lot, you know, the 80s channel on Sirius. Sure. They play way too much U2 oh. and way too much Police. And I'm not oh. like, I, it's not like I hate those bands. Not my favorite, though. I never was a big U2 fan. I sort of want to skip over it, but I, oh, you know, see. I can't, so I have to get off the channel. Well, yeah, right. Well, yeah, okay. That's, I mean, first of all, I'm like, oh my God, how do you not like 80s U2, Heather? What the hell happened? I do like it. It's just not. 80s not U2 totally is actually the only U2 that favorite. I like. I mean, I love Sunday Bloody Sunday and kind of one there. wonderful song. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I it's it's funny because once I thought about okay, well, who would I block? Like my first again, Chris Brown. Hate that guy. Hate his face. Hate everything about him. But there are also other bands like okay, the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I don't hate the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to the Eagles. My parents love the Eagles. I hate the song Hotel California. Mm -hmm. It's just hate overplayed. It. Hate it. Wanted to die hate it <laughs> but I like the Eagles so this would not be a band that I would block yeah I don't want to block yeah. them if I'm listening to some like 70s yacht rock totally but I want to hear that song yeah but this is more of like if you truly hate an artist you just hate them then why can't you block a song is you that, can that, no 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 that's okay. that's you totally you can already do that okay this is just giving you a little bit more if you're if you're doing a lot of like that playlist stuff sure. where you're like I like this genre of music mm -hmm. But you keep hearing this artist where you're like, ah, this yeah. place was so great until I heard this bum. <laughs> then you can at least get them out of there. <laughs> I so. love it, Sarah. I'm, I'm totally into this. So I, I figured we kind of have to talk about the Oscar nominations because they just came out. I mean, you say that as if, like, I don't want to. I, I know you want to. And yeah. I figured it would be a really good discussion between us. Totally. Because we both are very excited. And I, and I you know, I'm not going to go through all the noms, but I figure maybe <laughs> nom, some. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some, uh, you know, some sort of surprises, some interesting little tidbits. So. 
I think it's definitely interesting that Netflix has gotten their first Oscar nomination with Roma, which we expected would happen. Yep, yep. Plus the lead actress, Yalitza Aparicio. Oh, and Cleo. I love Cleo. I know. And the supporting actress, Marina de Tavira. Was she the mom? I think so, yeah. I mean, must yes. be, right? Yeah. Those are the two main yeah. actresses. Exactly. Wow. I know. How about you, Roma? Big I, effing deal. I mean, Cleo is my spirit animal. I know. I love her so much. She's so wonderful. And I love, she just, oh my gosh, she just, I just want to hug her. She's adorable. You know, big surprise for me was I thought for sure Bradley Cooper was going to get a best act, uh, director nom. He did get best actor nom, but he did not get a best director nom, which I was kind of, I would have, I, Maybe because it's his debut as a director. And this is for A Star is Born. Yes. For anybody who hasn't seen it, you know, the movie may or may not be your cup of tea, but man, that was a great directorial de- oh, debut. incredible. And he acted in it, and he directed it himself. Yeah. And I mean, it, it was quite a feat. Uh, and also, I mean, I feel like, you know, he did so much to transform into that uh, that character. You know, mm-hmm. he had to really deepen his voice and... You know all the all the music. You know on the stage, um, that sort of surprised me. Also, best editing it didn't get, um, which I think was sort of a shoe in. Everyone thought it would be two movies that I thought I, I thought they would get something. Eighth grade didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. I know you really liked that movie. I did. It was one of my favorite movies of the year. And Hereditary, uh, it was definitely a um, pretty messed up uh, horror movie. But Tony Collette just, I mean, that woman is i mean she just like made that movie like so tony collette is good so in, good in and i feel like she should this is not a movie i've seen because again scary yeah, i don't think you're gonna like it right i haven't even seen that sandra bullock movie where everybody's wearing yeah it's kind of scary the handkerchiefs it's on their faces the bird box yeah bird box right? just like all i know is the memes where i'm like i don't I know i'm never like gonna when, watch that movie when like movies come out like that like with names like bird box i'm always like yeah just running out of names you know it's like hmm like that name's taken, that name's taken, you know, yeah, like, bird box. I mean, there is a reference to it. There is uh-huh. something in there that right, is an right. actual bird box, but still, uh, Black Panther, you know, I, I know it was a good movie, but, uh, I wasn't like gaga over it, but I guess like Ryan Coogler, um, who directed it, people are kind of upset that he didn't get a nom. Mm. They did I, get, I, I, I would agree that yeah. that's, I mean, that was a he huge, was, huge phenomenon. It's, strange to me that yeah. it would have been snubbed. they've been talking about him all year being mm-hmm. nominated but the production designer this hannah beachler was the first african-american nominated in her field which is pretty cool for production design mm-hmm. you know what hannah i'm rooting for you i know seriously and then Tim- timothy chalamet who we know kind of like you know was a total scene stealer in um the his movie last year uh what is it i don't even know who timothy chalamet oh you don't oh okay oh no it was uh, the uh my god i loved this movie so much uh it was um oh i know what you're talking about the italian yeah the italian one why am i blanking there oh um the uh call me by my name call me by your name i always want to say when a stranger calls but it's because it's a sentence it's different call me by your name (laughs) call me by my name yeah call me by my name my name yes oh he was the younger one the br- yeah. brunette. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and you, he, you liked the movie more than I did. I but. loved it. Anyway. Well, what's he in? So um, he was in that, the movie with um, uh, Boy Erased, or was that? No, that's it's the other one. The Boy, Beautiful Boy. I think uh, you saw it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't oh, you my see God. It? He he was su- oh, my God. He was the Beautiful Boy. Yeah. I watched Call it Call me by night. your name, by the way. Call me by your name. Yeah. Um, I... I anyway, did he didn't watch, get nominated. I did. Well, you know, the 
that doesn't surprise me too much. Great movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, Steve Carell. Oh my gosh, you know he's so funny. Yeah, but he's so lovable. And in this know, movie, really and I don't is. want to spoil it. I mean, it's a well-known book, so I'm probably not spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. But but the premise is, is that Steve Carell is the dad. Um, and Mr. Tim is the son who has a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of this sort of heart-wrenching, like, how a parent deals with something like this. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, your child is super off the rails uh-huh. and they they can't stop it. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone feels bad and it's really hard on families. This movie was very touching. Very Like, Steve Carell has never been better mm-hmm. than he was in this movie. At the same time, I'm not sure that I would say that Timothy Chalamet would get a nod. Best it was more of a Steve Carell movie role. to me. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. I, I don't know. I'm and you know, it. if you I want, if you want to so. argue with me, please, please do so. I, 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 I liked the movie a lot, even though I found it really hard to watch. Yeah. I, I, as a non-parent, I can't imagine kind of how that stuff goes. Mm-hmm. But it still resonated with mm-hmm, me. Like mm-hmm. that's how good it was. Yeah. I was like, God, okay, I feel I, like I gotta I, watch that. I yeah, gotta watch it. I think I think you'd really like it. Okay. The last thing I wanted to mention is that usually when a film gets nominated for editing, mm-hmm. that is considered kind of like a key, uh, you know, milestone to get a best picture sure. uh, award. And you know, I feel like Ro- it's between. I feel like it's between Roma and The Favorite. I mean, those are my two favorite movies of the year for best picture. And what about Bohemian Rhapsody? I haven't seen it yet. But I, I, I haven't heard... Because, you know, got, it got I the know. Golden Globe. Well, I heard that he was great, the lead actor. He is. Um, but I heard the movie was kind of la- like lackluster. But I don't know. I got to see it for myself to even, you know... I watched it. Um, it was very good. Yeah? Uh, Do you think it's best picture Rami, material? Rami... Rami Malek. Rami Malek um, mm-hmm. is super transformative, looks yeah. just like him. Yep. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Did a great job, mm-hmm. Rami. He's, uh, I think he's from um, Sherman Oaks, actually. He's a good friend of Allison Hayslip's. Oh, how about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, who <laughs> we've who, who we've worked with in the past. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I, All right, well, we'll see. I, I need to, I, I have you, a little bit of I, catching up to you. I've seen yeah. most of the movies, but. I, I want to hear your thoughts. I, I thought it was a great movie. And there were definitely some Freddie Mercury facts mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But mostly... I mean, if we're, ta- it. if we're talking about musical movies, A Star is Born was more entertaining to me. Yeah, I, I could see it's that. It's hard to compare the two, right? It's a biopic versus a fictional story. Well, I'll watch story. it this weekend and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll slack you about it. But uh, you guys also <laughs> should let us know what you're thinking about all these Oscar nominations. You should email us early and often at <laughs> hi right. at have such a good day.com. We miss hearing from you. We, 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 <laughs> where have you been? We're very lonely. Email so us. So please email us. H I at have such a good day.com. Couldn't be easier. In fact, if you don't email us, we're going to be very, offended. we're going to be very upset and we're, we're going to cry. We're going to cry a lot. You want to see a couple 40 something <laughs> women cry? I don't think so. Hey man, you speak for yourself. 40 something. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now I was just rounding up. We're 29. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> All right, so I think I think this show is about to come to an end here, Sarah. Uh, I think are we, we are going to put a fork in ourselves mm-hmm. because we are done. Thank you to everyone who supports us. Speaking of support for you, five dollar and up patrons. There's more to Stick come around. for everybody else. We'll see you next week. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather, and have such a good day. Bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.